0: Hey guys, welcome to my first podcast and also the live stream and the video. Um, today I'm going to interview, I'm here with MC James. What's up? And I'm going to interview him about his new album, Big Bear. So let's get right into it. Um, did you ever feel frustrated to the point where you thought you would quit like recording the album?
1: Well uh, I really think in any artistic process you're always going to get to a point where you're quite frustrated with what you're doing, what you're recording maybe 50 takes, a uh, hundred takes of the same song when you're and this is a freestyle you're basically trying to uh, you're basically trying to recount, wrap the same song, wrap the same idea again and again and again until it sounds perfect and often you're just going to get frustrated with that process you're going to be like, okay how many more times am I going to do this before it's going to sound the way I want it to and so sometimes you have to just come to a point where you're like okay this is the best it's going to get on that day or in that week and you're always going to nitpick you're always going to look back on it and like I could have done this better I could have done that better but once you get it to an extent where you're proud of it I think that's And when you're generally happy with it, maybe not in detail, but generally happy with it is the point where you just got to go ahead and release a a product.
0: Okay. Did you write your own lyrics?
1: Yeah, so every song, uh, every single uh, song is written uh, on the album is written completely by me, every single song, Uh, in terms of production. We'll talk about production later, but I worked with... Yeah, did you get any help with the lyrics? Uh, With lyrics, no. Lyrics was completely my thing. I wanted to make it something that's very... Uh, personal, uh, very uh, kind of from the heart, from from my thoughts, what I was thinking about, maybe even to a certain extent quite poetic, and so yeah, lyrics was completely, I mean I might have copied some ideas or I might have thought had some influences uh, in certain extent, to a certain extent, in certain songs, but the lyrics and the whole creative vision of the album was mine.
0: Okay, um, was there like a greater meaning behind the uh, name of the album, or the album in general? Like, what, what what's the message?
1: So, uh, when I w- first sat down to record this project, I was uh, kind of switching between two names for it. I was either gonna call it Troubled Youth or Big Bear and in the end I decided on Big Bear because I think uh, it kind of plays with the theme of surveillance and being towered over, being watched, being uh, even infringed upon to a certain extent, and <laughs> if you really radicalize, if you really pump up this idea, uh, you can think of this big, colorful, menacing bear in front of our school that greets us every day when we when we walk in the gates and greets us every day when we get back out. Um, that, to a certain extent, could be seen as an authoritarian figure, and I kind of wanted to push the point. Because a lot of people don't like this huge thing that doesn't fit into the campus, that doesn't fit into the architecture of the space, yeah. but kind of just pops out, right? And maybe maybe that's kind of metaphorical, you know? This uh, this overshadowing force that uh, I wanted to address, and maybe that was one of the reasons why I called it that, and I, why I made the album cover uh, me standing next to it. So,
0: Okay. So in the song Big Bear uh, you say some people think you can't take the criticism stab him in the back there goes an were you referring to yourself or was that just part of the flow?
1: Alright so stab him in the back well this is a this is a line that ha- actually has a lot of different ideas in it so some people think he can't take the criticism stab him in the back there goes an anachronism uh, one thing is kinda of this idea of people uh, talking uh, about you behind your back, right? They're they're huddled and they're talking to you yeah. behind your back. They have their backs turned to you. And so that's taking it literally. I'm stabbing them in their backs as they're talking to, as they're talking about me behind, uh, with their backs turned to me. Uh, it's kind of this idea of Julius Caesar, for example, where uh, you're being murdered by, uh, he's being murdered by somebody that he believes in and that he trusts but suddenly that, there's this betrayal, and this betrayal is, once again, based in something else, based in this new ideology. So people are huddled, people are talking about me, and I stab them in their backs, uh, because they have their backs turned to me, and they did not They did not think it was necessary to keep an eye on what I was doing, and that's, that's kind of this weakness idea. Anachronism, uh, the word means something, uh, an object, that within a sentence, or within an idea, is outside of a certain time period. It's like, for oh, okay. example, um, the knight used an iPad. It doesn't make oh, sense okay. because iPads aren't a thing that exists in the Middle Ages. Okay. So, what, uh, the, the illusion I was making here is that stabbing, uh, like with a knight, literally, is no longer kind of the idea of how young, uh, frustrated youths get their revenge. The new idea, the new revolutionary idea of how young, frustrated youths get their revenge is school shooting and
0: okay <laughs> whoa
1: yeah it's that right went, that went
0: so, yeah, far, right. Very fast so i'm
1: yeah. saying that this kind of instead of singling out the person who has actually done something to you which
0: so are you saying you're gonna do a school show? no no I'm, I'm
1: saying in the idea it's like instead of singing out the person that's done something to you and going after them uh the idea is kind of shifted to no i want to inflict pain on a bigger group of people. I want to cause as much damage as possible. And yeah. I think that's the mindset of a lot of school shooters. They're like, sure, I can beat this person up. And also up.
0: like, Ill- also the mindset of a lot of people in general. Right.
1: I can, I can beat this person up, I can stab them in the back, I can go after them, but that's now no longer fits to this time and age. Because now there's this general idea of revenge uh, that can be sought after. And I think that that's really what that line entails. So yeah, I, uh, that was really a very specific line that had a lot in it.
0: Um. Did, so in um the in the thing, what was the second to last track called?
1: Second to last track that was uh, the explanation and dedication. Yeah. Yeah. Your, dedication in your explanation, explanation.
0: explanation, it you refer to MC James as a persona, like yeah. So my question is, like, when did you come up with this dude, this guy, MC James?
1: Right, so I think MC James, uh, now now he is a persona, but he used to be who I was. He used to be 7th, seventh, 8th seventh, grade, maybe beginning of 9th grade. I was MC James. I was this guy who would walk up to random 11th graders, random 12th graders, and just start having rap battles. <laughs> with them because I thought it was funny, and I wanted attention. And so that, that, was, that was my idea of, okay, what's popular? Hip-hop is popular, rap is popular. Um, how do I get people's attention? How can I challenge people who are of a higher societal level, higher standing than me and bring them down to my level and be like, "Well, guess what? I can rap, boy. I can I can show you something." And at the beginning, I wasn't very good at it. But after a while, I just decided to, you know, this is actually what I want to do. And I want to continue this idea. I want to continue this person, and I'm just going to I'm just going to grind. I'm going to actually try to make my rapping good. And I think that's how MC James became a, a more fleshed-out musical idea when I actually decided this is what I want to do with okay. this person.
0: Oh, you also say in your explanation uh, that the entire the album was mainly about self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Can you just like elaborate that? Like, what did you mean?
1: All right. So I think. If you look at a lot of uh, literary works and musical works, it's always about self-discovery. It's always about the artist trying to figure something out about themselves that they didn't know before, that they didn't understand about themselves before. I mean, look at look at modern hip hop artists. Look at uh, Travis Scott's recently released record, Astro World. Look at Kendrick Lamar's yeah. uh, recent records. Um, it's all about. Looking looking back at the past and through the past being able to reimagine and Discover yourself in the future So I think (laughs) I think that has (laughs) I think that has I think that has has a lot of uh, it had a lot of bearing on this album And that's what I wanted to do I wanted to use this persona of the past to kind of flesh together the person that I was now to discover and, and rediscover, reimagine myself as a musical entity.
0: Okay. Um when you make when you record your songs or or write the lyrics, who inspires you like who yeah, like who inspires you?
1: Alright, so um in terms of hip hop artists, other hip hop artists? No, in general. In general. Uh well I, I look a lot towards certain uh poets uh, for example, T.S. Eliot, or
0: uh,
1: he's, a, he's a poet, look uh, Robert Frost, uh, Henry David Ferreau, different writers and thinkers of the last century who had very interesting ideas about living freely and living mindfully and living in a way that uh, you're not dependent of, on government and you're not dependent on other, other people, but you're living your own spiritual idea. And so that's one influence, and another in terms of uh, modern hip hop. Uh, I'm. I feel quite influenced by uh, rappers, alternative hip hop artists like uh, Tyler the Creator, for example, or um, also uh, a recent interesting artist I've stumbled upon is a German uh, American rap artist called Mena. Uh, if you look him up, he just released a new tape, which I uh, I enjoyed. So yeah. I think there's there's a lot of different influence. There's a lot of different ideas that bring together this collective of MC James and I draw influence from wherever like if I'm walking somewhere if I see something I like I'll look it up and maybe I'll get into it so influence is not just a, a stationary static thing it's a thing that's always evolving and always changing
0: okay I mean uh, I know like most of your most your tracks use um what is it called just uh, the beat it's um um, you don't need to pay for it. you like download it and Ro- royalty free. Yeah, royalty free beats. Um, so do you ever like in your lyrics? I mean, you already use like royalty free beats, but in your whatever. <laughs> um, in your. Just... Um, do you ever use, uh, like, um, do you ever sample lyrics? Do you ever, like, take things, like, from one of your poets, or... Yeah,
1: uh, definitely, uh, maybe not for, uh, for phrases, as much as certain personas, maybe, is certain ideas I've, I've, uh, caught up. And maybe, actually, I'm planning on doing that a lot more in the future. Uh, It's not as present on this record, but I definitely think that's something I want to do more of, Um, because showing your influences and getting other people to listen to your influences and to uh, hear them is actually also influencing and helping other people out. So I think that's definitely something I want to do more of. But yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it
0: hasn't.
1: Now it's recording, again. It's fine, we, oh, got, we got the audio. Yeah, we got the audio,
0: that's all we need. Okay, dokie. Um, uh, is this going on your resume? This whole MC James thing? Or are you gonna not?
1: What do you- It depends what kind of uh, resume we're talking about. Like, uh,
0: college resume?
1: Probably not. I mean, uh, it's not like I'm- I a, was a
0: rapper in yeah, right. high <laughs> not like,
1: school. I mean, it depends if, 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 you know, if I'm thinking about pursuing the musical arts or hip-hop kind of thing, then maybe, sure, if I want to get signed to a label, that kind of thing, I might, I might think about. I mean, this is something that I'm not planning to just do now and then dump it. This is something I want to continue for probably most of my adult life, so, (laughs) so it's something that uh, I want to be a continuous journey that's always changing, that's always evolving with me, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it changes, we'll see how it evolves, I mean, I don't know. Maybe in 50 years, MC James will be a, a dad band. A
0: household name. Yeah,
1: a household name and a a dad band. And it will just be like 60 year old guy touring around Australia or something. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay. Uh, what do you like when, when people come up in the hallway? Like I did. Th- I think I did this last year too. Um, I came up to you with my phone, or in general, when people like come up to you with their phones. Like recording and like asking, yo James, do a freestyle. Like, do you feel like? Does that f- make you feel embarrassed or do you feel like performing or do you? Do it, you like, it depends.
1: It depends on the mood I'm in. You know, sometimes I'll be in the mood to do the whole thing. Sometimes I won't. But like, if I'm not, I'll be polite about it. I'll be like, nah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. But I'm not gonna be a, a dick about it because I've brought this on myself. I've opened myself up to this, yeah. and I embrace it. And I think it's important to have that connection. So, if I'm down for it, yeah, ask me, and I'll do it. I'll I'll be down to like improve. Cause every single time I freestyle, I'm improving my I'm improving my game. You're giving me an opportunity to practice, and I appreciate that. Even sometimes, if I don't accept because I'm not in the mood for it, I still appreciate that. So,
0: okay, so. Are you going to make a music video for any of your songs?
1: Uh, I'm definitely considering it uh, in terms of I want to make it something that's very cinematic that's not just like your fucking generic music video. I want to make it something that's memorable. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking around to see if I can find some people to team up with and do it. And so yeah, it's definitely a thing I'm thinking about.
0: Okay, when you um when you re- when you first heard the final, the finished product of your, of your album, how did that make you feel? Like, how did you react when you, like, heard, because I bet you, like, you, like, heard the, the all the tracks you made by yourself on the spot, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, but when, like, when Gustav sent you your street Lights, that was personally my favorite track, but um that, when he sent you that, how did, like, did that, how did you feel about it?
1: I really think Gustav. Gustav especially insanely talented guy. But Gustav and also other producers, they give you an opportunity. You me
0: into my account because I don't want to turn
1: this off. All right, they give you an opportunity to, uh, to to like see an improved sonic vision of yourself, because they know how to get the best out of uh out of a, a track, a raw vocal, and a beat, and how to meld it together in a way that just sounds fucking great. And so when I first heard it, I was like, wow this shit bangs, this shit sounds good, it's like, it's better than what I could have done by myself, and I have somebody here who's willing to um, go through this and share this vision with me, and help me out in a way that I couldn't help myself out, and I really appreciated that, because as much as I use maybe royalty-free music, that kind of thing, um, even then, I'm working with a producer. I'm working with somebody else's vision, and I'm trying to make that my vision. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to incorporate what they've already done, and add an MC James touch to it. But especially when I'm working one-on-one, uh, texting, talking with a producer like I did with Gustav, it gives so many more opportunities. It gives you so many more opportunities about uh, things you want because you can talk to that person. You can communicate really really detailed ideas of oh I want this, I want this ad lib. I want uh, this echo I want this pitch down yeah. you can do that and I think um, because of that I'm definitely looking forward to doing more work with Gustav uh, because you know he's a regional talent, I can meet up with him I can go to his yeah. house and I can talk to him and I can record with him so I'm definitely looking forward to doing that so,
0: okay, so big ups to Gustav let's move on to the Q&A so yesterday I put a thing on my story saying what should i ask mc james and i got um one two three four five ten ten responses so let me read them so why is why is the name mc james why did you pick that name
1: all right so everybody knows mc master of ceremony yeah and uh, my first name is james yeah <laughs> i thought you know, I'm, I'm the first MC James on iTunes, and I'm only the second one on Spotify, so even though a name is so simple, uh, it really, not, not too many people have thought of it. And yeah. I think, if you have some weird fucking name, it takes away from your music. Like, I don't want somebody thinking about my name, I want somebody thinking about the fucking music I'm making. So if I make it something simple, that people can remember, MC James, Yeah. They'll focus more on my music, and they'll connect that with each other. Yeah. There won't be like, it's not like a thing, like Lil. Like, there's a lot of rappers called Lil. Yeah,
0: my my rapper name would be Lil Nubs. My friend made that up for me last year.
1: So when you when you have this Lil, and you're listening to one Lil rapper, and then you start listening to another Lil rapper, often your brain is just like, oh, two names are similar, and it just collides in your head, and you're not really thinking about them separately anymore. It's just like, you can't look at an artistic vision to a certain extent if the name is not something that's unique or to a certain extent unique or at least something that's... Uh, something you can remember, something that's catchy, right? And so I think MC James has that kind of flair to it, you know? Yeah. It's simple. It's good.
0: Okay, so Maxime Cla- Claude on Instagram asks, Who's the biggest hater? If he says, Maxime, slap him.
1: Okay, it's not Maxime, Maxime was to a certain extent a doubter, but uh, I don't consider him a hater. Uh, I think he just messes with me, he's a good friend, you know, he, he'll mess with you, but he'll try, to, he'll try to get you to do your best, he'll try to, you know, motivate you. Biggest hater, I don't even know if I have really, I just, I have people who make fun of me, but yeah. I don't really consider that hating, like, to hate, to hate somebody you actually have to invest into, like, going after somebody. And I don't know if somebody really exists who does that in the case of MC James. Uh, if they do, maybe I just haven't noticed them yet, which maybe says something about <laughs> how big of a hater they really are. So, nah, I can't really think of a person who's really a big hater of, of MC James.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so, Arian.T14 says he should rap battle Arian in a 1v1.
1: Um, uh, first of all, uh, I regret to inform Arian that I don't take, uh, Make-A-Wish requests. <laughs> so, sad- so, sadly, that'll, that'll not be happening. I don't take Make-A-Wish requests. I hope he, I hope he gets better. I hope his cancer gets cured, but, um, sorry, that won't be possible.
0: Okay, so Blue Sharp, aka Aiden, uh, asks, when he making a new mixtape?
1: So, I just released one, so if you just want to listen to that, spam spam that play button, boy, uh, you can do that. Uh, my new project, my next project, will probably... I don't even know. Like, I haven't even sat down and thought of a concept but, but for it before
0: yet. the end of the year, right? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I want to make it good, right? Because, like, I invested a lot of time in this album. I yeah. want to invest some time in the next record. But... Uh, I definitely want to make sure that I do this one with Gustav, probably entirely, if not uh, mostly. So just sit down with him, do some sesh, and then we'll see. Maybe that'll come out in December, maybe in February. We'll see.
0: Okay. So Lars uh, LKE asks, How did he acquire Dem Rap Skills?
1: How How did he acquire... That is a good question. I do enjoy that question. How did I acquire them rap skills? Um, one thing is influence, listening to how other people do it and kind of evolving your own style based off that. Rap is something that's extremely outplayed. There's only so many things you can rhyme with certain words. So you need to find new ways to do it or new stories to tell. And ha- half of that is me thinking of new things and half of that is also my influences and uh, thinking about their style. and. Certain combinations that have already been made, but how to revolutionize them, how to evolve them, how to bind them into the MC James style. So,
0: okay, Luna underscore thirty four, also known as Carl. Uh, well, I basically just asked you this, but are you are you gonna make another album this year?
1: Once again, same same kind of answer. Um, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. That's all I can say right now.
0: Um, what, what is his, what is your, so Ben Madef, Ben asks, what is his inspiration, what, wait, what, what his inspiration was and how he managed, manages to stay on, be, bed, head, net?
1: Can't you like? No. No. Nah.
0: Well, maybe wait. I oh, whatever, it's fine.
1: Well, I'll just answer the first part of
0: wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what is what is your inspiration...
1: Uh, what was your
0: inspiration on how he
1: managed to stay, stay on beat like the father? Like hey, yeah, um, so some stuff I go off beat intentionally because I wanted to be chaotic and I wanted to be kind of... Fuck this whole idea that I have to stay on beat. Like, fuck this idea of quality that... Uh, I have to, for example, if I'm a violinist, that I have to play uh, clean. Like if I want to fucking play all over the place, I can do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do stay when I when I want to stay on beat. I stay on beat because it adds aesthetic to something like fall feelings, or is that singy poppy kind of rap song on the record, which I might be making more of. I kind of just felt the vibe on that one, so that's what we, that's what we did. Okay. And, uh, inspiration, uh, since that track is the one that kind of has a different inspiration than a lot of other things, i say that track takes a lot of, from like, emo rap, uh, pop rap, that kind of thing, so. Okay.
0: Um, Ethan Hesse, um, asks, what are your top five rappers?
1: Top five? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I, I won't rank them, but I'll i say like I'll say five, but I won't say which order because like that shit I can't really distinguish them. I mean some I can distinguish, but I couldn't really make like a, a ranked listing So just pop out five that come to mind uh, Eminem Something like uh, maybe a Kendrick Lamar a uh, Biggie Smalls a, a Tupac Shakur uh, really the classics um and there's a lot really you can't you can't limit it to five but I'm trying to find some that are representative of different styles of hip-hop six nine of course
0: yeah definitely um,
1: I think six nine e- even if people hate six nine what six nine has done is he's created a new style for himself you might not like it but he's done something uh new and he's created an aesthetic which he sticks with he doesn't muddle around he doesn't go from one genre to the other he doesn't he has an aesthetic that he sticks well, I mean, with, he and did, it works. He did
0: those hype songs, and then he did that Spanish song.
1: Yeah, but even that, even that had that kind of six nine vibe to it. Where if yeah. you didn't know he recorded it, and you just heard the beat, you would be like, "That could be a six nine song." And that's what I mean. Like, I want what I also want to do as an artist is that I create an aesthetic for myself that when you listen to a beat, uh, you can just have that feeling that that could be an MC James song. Right, and I think that's like the highest level an artist can reach when there's an aesthetic connected to their artistry. When it's not just the tracks you've created, but what it sounds like and what it could be. So I think that's a very interesting concept.
0: Okay, and the very last question from Babe Efi or Babe or Ivy, um, how what was it like making the album?
1: This is a, it's a general question, but uh, it's one I quite like to answer in more detail. So, you kind of start, there, there's several processes, right? There's several steps to what you do. And, um, actually, it's on my phone, I, I can show you this for a second. Um, I have, in my Samsung notes, I think almost every single song Whoa, what? of the album written down. <laughs> so, what I do, is like, nobody's watching this, but I'll I just pop it up every single one wow, and even some I didn't take like even some oh, I didn't wait, use
0: some... Wait so there's just two songs here that aren't that you didn't even record
1: yeah it's like sometimes you don't think a certain thing is good enough but you start with a process and uh I was starting one of these for example this is uh this is street lights uh-huh. i just I just start writing. Uh-huh. And then I'll start, uh, I'll do a rough draft on like a. Even before I've even chosen a beat, I'll just take a basic beat so I can see if I'm on beat with all the stuff. So, like, I go with something. Imagine this beat set to vivid streetlight imagery. You know, that kind of rhythmic timing yeah. is what I try to get first. And then I might have to change certain words if they don't fit the rhythmic timing. Like, uh, I, when I used a different verb form, for example, I'd switch that around so I have that amount of beats. And that's the first thing. You take the rough draft, you go all the way down, you go through the entire thing, and you try to take out everything that doesn't fit the beat pattern, bap ba-ba-ba-ba-ba you have in the song, even before you've even chosen a final beat, so you have that, that kind of rhythm to it. Yeah. Then you kind of look, okay, I want a beat for this. that sometimes, these can also be vice versa. You might already have a beat and be like, I have a vibe for this beat that I want to write about. And in the case of Streetlights, I did have the beat first, and so I think, uh, let's just use Streetlights as an example, we'll go for the whole process, I'll actually just show you, play you a bit of the raw, um... Wait, is this what you sent me?
0: What you're about to No,
1: play? no, the raw instrumental, so... Oh, uh, okay. This is what I first got from Gustav, so this is the very beginning of the process, before it's even edited or anything. The first drop. Imagine this set to vivid streetlight like imagery. Why not see the people all they trying to do is follow. Yeah, you try to get the idea first. So you find you find first of all you find the drop you want to start at, which in this case is this one. And, you wait. and then that's the drop you start on, which is this is the intro. Imagine this beat set to a vivid streetlight imagery. Boom, and there you have the starting. Yeah. And there you have the starting rhythm, and that's the first. That's the first drop, and then you get to the second drop. Stay alive, And then you have to find the, when you come in on the second drop, and uh, th- this song has a lot of drops, so it's, it's more easy to map, to track where exactly you have to come in. Uh, it's also harder because of how the BPM, how the speed, and how the rhythm changes up, but that's kind of the process. And so then you're on the second verse, and you try to keep that going. And then you get to one section, I think it's about... here. In a minute. So and then the beat just melts a bit. Yeah, this part. And so this is where you're trying to get... Get very get the slow. Hype again, yeah. yeah, and get the hype again. Get a good rhythm going, and boom! There it comes in. It comes in a bit early on this beat, so you have to be ready for it. And on the, on the uh, finished track, I'm not really that on time on it. But that's nitpicking, but that's something you really want to be ready for, so, um, yeah, for that example, just think about that concept mapped on anything, uh, any beat, any lyrics you have, and you just try to adapt it. And that's how you go through every single song, you find the drops, you adapt, uh, I think a good one is Big Bear, uh, because it has a very, I don't have the instrumental for it with me, but it has a very, uh, it has a very clear drop which you can play with very good, where like in the dark of a forest, you hear the bark of a dying hound, marked by the blood of a bear, its might spinning in rage, like it pressed open the gate, yeah, and you can do that, uh, that beat switch, that, that flow switch very good, because the beat is very simplistic in the way that it shows you where that switch up is, and you can do it, and that is very important. And that I don't think I can ex- I could execute a lot of the fast flows on Big Bear if the beat wasn't tracked out in a way that allows me to do so. So that's also something I look for in a beat, a good mapping opportunity.
0: Okay, cool. We've been going for a good, uh, what, half an hour now? Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up. And that this was a great interview. I hope you guys now understand MC James a bit better. I definitely do. So, uh, bye.
1: Bye. See you guys. There's wait,
0: wait, wait! Well, before you say bye, can you just freestyle?
1: Oh yeah, I I, I thought about this. Um,
0: yeah, I totally forgot. It. I was gonna ask you
1: that, and then I was. Let's like, see if uh we just put up a random beat real quick. Yeah, I don't just, I don't like want like you to get um type beat. copyright uh copyright strike or something, but it won't uh. recognize it. It's SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud. files like the Wild West, so
0: yeah. That. Yeah, I remember looking up um Gucci Gang. <laughs> on SoundCloud and finding this dude and he sang it in like a with a really cringy Indian accent and it was super funny.
1: <laughs> okay. Ah nah, nah. <laughs> Oh you I used so this one. and I actually use that one. Yeah that's um that's fine. What's a good one? I think it... Nah I'm not feeling that one. You gotta you gotta even when you're Emotional?
0: Just gonna... No, don't do an emotional bro, do a hype beat.
1: You do want a hype, hype beat? beat? Okay. We want
0: Oh,
1: <sighs> whoops. Let me move up the mic right. like a bit. Let me let me switch places with you. Yeah, yeah. I wanna be in front of the mic.
0: Oh, this is really your style. Okie dokie, let's do this one.
1: Okay. Turn it up.
0: Don't turn it up all the way so you breathe the microphone.
1: Yo. Empty James. Hey, let's have a quiet. Nah, I'm not feeling this one. you know what? Nah, it's had, a, it's had a quiet. Let's do this one.
0: What's that? Is it a... Hey. Oh, nah, that's Yeah, let's do this
1: one. Let's do it. Yo. Wait, let me hold it. I'll hold it. MC James. Yeah. Talk about... I like the sound Talk about... Talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about, yeah! Mastermind, coming back, always doing things from my own design I don't give a fuck, cause your time on recline I don't give a fuck, hit that shit on an incline Coming back, put your bitch on a street line I don't give a fuck, cause man, I wrote street lines I'm coming back, every single motherfucking time It's Halloween, bitch, get scary on recline I got some ideas what you can do with your life You got no chances, get the fuck out of my strife Come right back with some I'm hype I don't give a fuck cause every single time you threaten my life You have no chances in that yeah. I'm a beast, every single time you are deceased I'm coming back, yeah I growing like the yeast Coming back, I'm a beast Lock at the elbow grease Bitches come back and I'm never deceased I don't give a fuck cause I, Cause I care About your bitches Bout your air about your bitches Bout your hair Yeah your bitches They don't care YEAH Think about it Stop shouting it I don't give a fuck Yeah you pouting it Trying to come right back But you never gonna explode Cause I can louten it I don't give a fuck I'm hunting and you were duck. Come right back and you about to get some shit Cause you were cuck And you all out of luck Call me Puck, I'm a fairy, I'm extraordinary. Bitches coming back, I always hit the shit revolutionary. Extraordinary. Ayy, 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 one more verse. Bitches coming back, and they come in the right tense. So grammatical, bring that shit heads. I don't give a fuck, cause I'm never on the fence. Yeah, my political opinion is. Violence. I don't give a fuck cause I'm not DJ Khaled Coming back and I never hit the shit so fast that you Can't even hear what I'm saying I don't give a fuck cause I'm slaying It's not a question about the rhymes That I've invented in my head It's just making some bread It's just coming right back It's just finding you dead On your bed with your hose And thinking you got chances But yeah, one of those? Hey, shoes is what you call them Rags is what I call them Yeah, my... Yeah, my sow in a New Yorker, column I don't give a fuck Come right back, I'm a Harlem Globetrotter coming back from the whole world Yeah I'm trotting it I don't give a fuck look at me Don't bother it Penny falling for your thoughts Coming right back and I'm I don't even give a fuck cause that's word friends. Coming back no pretense I don't give a fuck cause you can't hit against this defense Yeah How we creepin' yeah One more time Bitches say they can adapt the crime I got you fucking underlines, I got two fucking underlines, too much revenue for you to see in your fucking views, coming right back, and I hate it like an abusive husband, to your mother, I don't give a fuck, you should fuck one another, you an incestive bitch, you got no chances, you got no romance, cause you a little bitch, and I'm about to show you, how the end is written, cause I'm about to show you, how we do it in Britain, Gonna show you how Shakespeare did it 200 years ago Yeah, that shame It, in it, it I don't give a fuck Cause I'm always gonna do it, it. Do it, shit Yeah, going up fit Yeah
0: That was great That was really good, bro That,
1: was that. that, was,
0: really good. that yeah. was that was really good That was That uh, was really good
1: There's always some good parts And some bad parts And when you hit a stump You gotta, you know
0: Yeah, I felt you were Like at one point there, You were Like you thought, you thought it was going to, the beat was going to drop, like at the beginning.
1: Yeah. And you're like, like... If you're going in on a beat blind, you kind of just have to roll with it. Yeah. Oh, if you were joined, now that we, we just did a freestyle, goodbye. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, too late.
1: Yeah, well, um, yeah, it's, it's really about um, once you hit a stump, come back onto it. And uh, I think that's what the freestyle game is, you know? You move on from one idea to the next idea when that idea has played out and it doesn't work for you anymore. Okay. And sometimes later in the song you come back to uh, an idea that you've already used, but then you use that to get into a, a whole new idea. And that's the beauty of it. You can, you can really streamline. You can find one word or one phrase that you come back to and use that to elevate yourself to a new idea. And that's, that's what you have to do in freestyle. You have to have some presets. It's, uh, it's about presets, but it's also about being able to implement ideas. What's over there and be able to create something completely new every single time and that's what that's what it is really
0: Okie dokie so hope you guys enjoyed watching this and listening to this and watching that that's if that's recording Okay, so see you guys Bye
1: Alright, you can plug my newest album, uh, Big Bear, Spotify, iTunes, fucking Deezer, Google Play Whatever you want, it's there it's there, it's fresh. Is it really hot, on spicy. Google Play? Google Play How much does it cost on seven Google. bucks on Google Play, I think, maybe even five. You can buy a song <laughs> for two bucks. It's all good. I don't need the money, but uh, if you want to buy that new MC James merch, I have a link to that too. Uh, you can find the MC James merch on Teespring right now. Teespring, what's that? Is that a... Uh, yeah, it's like a t-shirt. Uh, Yo, actually I'm,
0: you. I'm buying that. Yo, I'm gonna come to school on, with that on Monday.
1: Uh, have you seen it yet?
0: No, um, I haven't. I didn't. No,
1: okay, then I'm gonna give you... I don't
0: think anybody's heard of this yet. Give
1: you all good taste of this. Let's see, i plugged it in a bunch of chats. I think I plugged it to Maxime. Why is his name Maxime? It's somewhere here. I uh, know I didn't. Who did I... Ah, uh, yeah, I did in this one. I know this one. Here. Ah uh, oh yeah, here it is. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you this live, boy.
0: So if that's it. Like, that's really good.
1: See so how
0: much does that cost?
1: The tracks on the back. That's the sixteen
0: cheapest. bucks. Seventeen dollars. Well, seventeen.
1: Cheapest I can make Seventeen
0: bucks. Make it. Wait, show that.
1: Looking pretty smooth. Looking kind a nice. You got the album cover on the front. Uh, MC James, Big Bear, and then you got the track listing on the back. And some nice-ass fucking font. So, that's
0: really nice. That's what I got. It's uh, well, Is there anything else?
1: Yeah, no. I, I'm working on some other stuff, but right now we just got the tea because you want to keep it cheap. That's teespring.com slash MC James Big Bear merch. MC-James-Big Bear dash bear dash merch. That's what it is. Okie dokie. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, check out this dude's next podcast. I'm Fucking Ollie. great interviewer. Thank you. Th-
0: thanks, James. Okay. See y'all. Bye. And live, okie Okay. 13 okay. viewers. Do we want to edit it here? Or do you not have time? Do you want to edit it with me, maybe?
1: Yeah, sure, wait.
0: I think my plans were called.